0: I'm absolutely convinced that all men, including you and I, have hidden potential that's not been tapped into. The team and I have designed a quiz for you to work out what that could be, and there's a link to it in the show notes. I'll tell you more at the end, but for now, enjoy the episode. But School does equip you with
1: a razor-sharp tongue and a razor-sharp wits that becomes your weapon against the words that throw you away, because you might be able to completely change the perception of a scenario. If someone throws an insult at you or a joke and the way you respond to that can go, that's actually quite funny. He's actually quite funny. That's respect right there. He's okay.
0: Welcome to Stories of Men, Beneath the Surface. I'm Alex Melia. Join me as we discover what it means to be a man in the modern era. In today's episode, we're talking about how school bullying can shape the man you become. When Scott remembers his primary school years, he pictures a clever little boy who loved playing Pokemon cards and hanging out with his friends. He was naive and innocent. All that changed when he went to secondary school, where aggression forced him to grow up fast.
1: was a cold, grey, damp, autumnal day in Ireland. The school itself was beside a forest, so it kind of added to that foreboding sense. It just turned lunchtime. I'd had my lunch, and then outside of the RE hut, there was a playground area. I was just minding my own business when a few of the boys said, oh, well, there's that Scott boy there. Yeah, let's get him. Next thing, all I felt was my face planting against the ground. As they come up from behind me and three of them had grabbed my legs underneath me and just pulled back. So I fell right forward, hit my nose against the ground. It was almost like uh, going through the stages of grief. First of all, there was the shock. Did that just happen? I can't believe that just happened. Then there was denial that it happened as well. I wanted to deny it, it happened. And then there was confusion. What do I do next? Do I just forget about it? Or do I be macho about it? But did feel a bit of adrenaline and tension going through me, but that innocence thinking, well, you know, what can I do? I don't know how to fight. I don't know what to do. I should let him away with it. So I kind of nonchalantly decided to walk up and shoulder one of the guys, almost in a jokey way. Of course, he didn't take very kindly to that whatsoever and just punched me straight in the face right after that. I fell to the ground again. And then next thing, another boy was on top of me, punching me again and again and again and again. I put my hands up to defend myself, but didn't really know how. The RE teacher, as RE class was about to begin, came straight in, pulled the boy off me and said, okay, what are you doing? We can't be doing that. You can't be beating someone up like that there. To which the boy said, oh yeah, well that's turbo tits over there. He deserved it, right? So obviously making reference to my, uh, my weight and my size. And the shock just really hit me at that point about what had happened. I just kind of burst into tears, you know, very, very upset.
0: How did your your perspective or the way that you approached high school change after that incident?
1: I would love to have said that a switch was flicked. I thought, right, i got to start toughening up. i got to start making new friends. i got to start getting stuck into things, but it didn't really happen that way. In some ways, actually, I became a bit more um, introverted. I tried to shy away from these scenarios because the taunting and the bullying didn't stop. You know, it wasn't all the time, but it would show up. And of course, then that doubles down with some um, some feelings, I suppose, of insecurity. These people don't want to interact with me because of my weight and my size. They you know they don't respect me. So in some ways, I just try to shy away for some aspects in those first years of school. Um, but in some other scenarios where there were assaults that happened, not on that same scenario, um, I, I wasn't. I wasn't as shy about backing away from conflict at that point.
0: So that toughening did start to develop. How do you think that's impacted your life afterwards? Because I know you personally, I came on your stag do, you had loads of friends that were with you, all really cool guys, I got on well with them. So how did that shape you being, as you refer to yourself as an outcast at high school, how did that, how did that shape your, your life afterwards? We'll get back to the episode in a second. Before that, I just want to say, if you think this episode would be useful to a friend, send it along. You never know, it might just be the exact thing they're looking for today. And now back to the show. Well, I'm going to actually put a positive spin on this in
1: that I think it actually allowed me to blaze my own trail according to how I wanted to do things, because I never was the the sort of person that I, I can't really say myself these days. I, I'm not the sort of person that could be put really in a box. I know a lot of people can say that themselves, but it allowed me, I suppose, to try and like, find my own way in life, uh, double down on my own interests, find what they are, find my clan, find my crew. I think, retrospectively, I think everyone can find, um, like you can find bonuses and benefits in, in hardship. I think it, it makes us who we are today. And I took those lessons to create the person that I am today.
0: Mm. It's using the difficulties that we've had in life, the, mm-hmm. the struggles, using that as fuel to add to your fire. Do you feel like that has been something that you've you've used as as a motivator? Absolutely, because
1: in some ways, uh, well, I'm not that overweight kid anymore. Yet, yeah, still struggle my weight a little bit sometimes, like I, like we all do, Alex. Uh, but in general, I've actually got, nowadays, uh, I'm a healthy weight. Um, I practice good nutritional habits. I exercise frequently as well. So I know since school that a lot of the people have seen me go, wow, look at the weight you've lost. Look at the shape you're in. It's absolutely amazing seeing you now. So that's the thing. It's allowed me to actually find healthy habits mentally and physically that I didn't have back then, that taunting actually spurred me on probably subconsciously. I think that the challenges that I faced when I was young have subconsciously resulted in me becoming the person I Mm -hmm. am today because that adversity has probably actually formulated some of the habits and traits and, and routines that I've created since then as well. And that has allowed me to tackle everything in life
0: Mm. when you were telling your story i could really picture myself there watching it made me think back to me being at school as well because my hairdresser didn't do a good job on my hair and it looked quite square like so for a few years at school i got called squarehead and i hated this when guys at school make jokes about each other if you react in an angry way they find that hilarious because they've got a reaction from you it's almost like they, they're fishing, they're throwing the fishing rod out and they're seeing, they're putting the bait out there and will you take the bait? And I took the bait, so then people found it funny. How much does respect come into it for you? I'm almost thinking you're, you've shoulder by that person almost to show the people that you're not gonna just accept that.
1: Yeah, I think there was so much going on at that time that I wasn't even aware of now, but as I even said myself, I wasn't as sure how to react, but I thought I have to do something, right? So that shoulder was my sign of saying, look, I'm not weak. I can take you on if I want to. I'm not going to just accept uh, accept what happens. And of course, that did escalate the scenario. And I think... In the long run, it might have worked out better that I had done that than had cried straight away or had done nothing straight away because even though my defiance
0: was, to be honest with you, quite pathetic, it was still better than nothing. (laughs) Yeah, it's tough, isn't it? Because if you don't do anything at all, Mm. you're in a bad situation. But if you react, it's also bad as well because they can see that you're angry and you're flustered and so they'll continue doing it. So what is the right decision to do in that time? Because it's like... A lot of people talk about for boys, particularly at school, it's like a uh, it's like a war, it's like a war zone on a day to day basis. Depending on which school you go to, it's like a war zone, and you know you've got to stand up for yourself. Oh yeah, and there was you know other incidents that happened at school as well
1: like that uh, somewhere i was actually a lot more aggressive than i was and to be honest with you, that resulted in a better outcome oh he's not actually that weak yeah i don't want to do that to him anymore but yeah you got to make a decision there and then but i think that's a really good way of explaining
0: it it's a war you're damned if you do you're damned if you don't you just gotta get your head down and see it through <laughs> mm. i almost think you can compare boys at schools to the animal kingdom in some way it's all about who's the strongest who's the toughest who's the who's the bravest was it similar a similar situation at your school
1: yeah it was similar athletic prowess is important like you know you good at football you're good at rugby you good at other forms of sports but also you know are you strong looking shall we say if you're a guy like you know are you tall Are you lean and are you able to handle yourself? Do you have that toughness behind you and that you don't have that innocence because that's still preyed upon no matter what? But then, yeah, uh, there, of course, were a degree of fighting that happened as well. Can you handle yourself there? So I think there is, it's a good way of putting it, actually, Alex, you know, the animal kingdom, survival of the strongest, the fittest may survive. It happens
0: in every regard in schools, doesn't it? I suppose the stuff I got at school, I never got people physically... Bullying me. It was more like name calling, I suppose. And I suppose it depends on how sensitive you are or whether you're just able to just kind of bat that away. That's a really good point that you've just made as well, because not talking just about the
1: physicality of, you know, of bullying as well, but it's the, there's the mentality behind it. There's the, the verbal insults and the names and the things that get said behind your back as well. But most importantly, I think you could probably talk about this as well, is what school and life equips you for is a lot of the, all the insults you know, the bruises will heal, but it's the, the mental things that remain behind in terms of how that's impacted your personality and how you look at things. But school does equip you with a razor-sharp tongue and a razor sharp wit that becomes your weapon against the words that throw your way, because you might be able to completely change the perception of a scenario if someone throws an insult at you or a joke and the way you respond to that can go, That's actually quite funny. He's actually quite funny. That's respect right there. He's okay. What do you think? I like to did it did it equip you with an ability to
0: respond effectively in this in any given scenario oh absolutely sometimes i would go home to my dad and say dad this kid said this this boy said that and then he would say well he would say something like okay what's something about them that's a bit odd or or you can make a joke about and say well he's got i don't know he's got a funny shaped nose okay we'll say call him pinocchio tomorrow i don't know whatever it was something like that you develop some sort of creativity some creative skills you're going to deal with confrontations in your life. And if you're, if you're not able to stand up to people and look someone in the eye and diffuse a situation, like you say, you're razor sharp wit. You've got to be, got to have that ability about you. If you just carry away, you're never going to, you're never going to be able to deal with any sort of confrontation, whether that's with anyone in your life, your friends, family, your mm. partner, work colleagues, you have to be able to deal with that. Yeah. Don't call anyone Pinocchio, though, in these days and age to deal with conflict after all. <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah. Do you think there's anything lingering from school that you're still holding on to today? I regret not being more physically active when I was at school, to be honest with you. I regret not being good at
1: certain sports and certain certain activities. It doesn't really mean much these days because I get all the activity that I actually need today. That would have been a nice thing, you know, doing a few more physically active things back at school that I was to tear from because of my weight and my size and being taunted for it, not really wanting to get involved because I thought, well, I'm going to be rubbish at this because, you know, my size and my weight and I'm going to get mocked for this. and going to get insulted for it. So maybe it created this um, lack of confidence in myself or getting stuck into
0: trying new things and challenges. Yeah. It sounds like learned helplessness because we all have something where we go, oh, we're, mm. we're not good at this, so we're not even going to try it. It's so like, for example, my, my family always makes some funny jokes about me being useless at, at DIY. It's like, oh, well don't, the, the, the light bulb's gone, so don't don't give it to Alex because there's no way you can replace a light bulb. And it makes me laugh because of course mm-hmm. I can replace a light bulb, or of course I can do some basic things, but mm. when that starts to get into your head and you buy an ikea table that you have to assemble you think oh shit i can't do i can't do that so i'm not even going to attempt it or this like sort of fear comes up yeah and you you know you you think about the jokes that your family make or whatever and you think well I, I can't do that but actually if you take the took the time to actually go through the instructions and figure it out i'm sure i would be okay but we we create that learned helplessness don't we we do, we do.
1: And of course, another thing I was thinking about as well was, well, I did remain quite... I've always... Yeah, I'll say it. I've always struggled with my weight. If I'm not very careful, I can very easily put on weight. Uh, but at the same time, if I if I really want to, I can lose weight. I've got one of those metabolisms that reacts or doesn't react, depending on what I, I feed myself. It's caught it getting old, you might say. But for a long time, I probably had that insecurity due to my due to my weight and due to my size. And that still, you know, probably occurred into my twenties, to be honest with you. Um, coupled with the surgery I had to have when I was um eighteen years old for my gynecomastia and that was to get that removed from my chest. That was not probably it, probably that that was probably the largest thing regarding my appearance was that the weight, not so much because yeah, it's just a bit of fat, but having breasts as a man, you know, it's it's awful for your confidence. So I kind of held that over for years until I decided to finally make a change which got me started on my fitness and weight loss journey which I started
0: in my early 20s. And what was the trigger for right I'm gonna get this weight sorted out? So I'm but six feet tall and when I had my study
1: abroad year at university it's my third year I went to the USA for a year in my study abroad year and the cafeteria at the college was all you could eat and of course (laughs)
0: <laughs> That's it. That sounds like a nightmare, right?
1: That's all I have to say, but of course there's everything you could eat. There's a lot of health conscious foods, but just don't put pizza beside a salad. You know, what's a, what's a, a hungry a hungry boy going to eat, right? So, I came back from my year abroad, about oh, 17 and a half stone. And then I was at uh, my friend's birthday party and there were photographs taken. And then I saw the photograph and I went, oh shit. I had a moment I realized, look at me, I'm an elephant. That is huge. So something was triggered there in terms of, finally I realized ah, I have to do something about this. But then I was like, what, what do I do? Because I had very little knowledge about nutrition at that point. I had very little knowledge about exercise, coupled with that learned helplessness that you talked about as well. Well, if, I, if, I, if, I, if I'm too fat, I don't know how to move, then I might as well not bother. But something triggered in me. My best mate, Carl, actually helped me a lot through this scenario because he was very much into his exercise and his training and his moving. And he saw that I wanted to make a change, so he got me started and moving. So I remembered the intimidation of going to my very first circuit training class. I wasn't going to go, to be honest with you. I thought, I can't move. I'm not going to be able to do this. I'm going to look like an absolute idiot. Uh, I went. It was tough. Don't get me wrong. But I really, I got through it. Yeah, I sweated a bit. I wasn't good at some things, but I got through it and I kept going and I kept going and I kept going. I got better. I got more confident. I got lots of encouragement the way it started to go. And then a change was really triggered to me because I actually enjoyed it. I started to really enjoy the dopamine uh, rush, the adrenaline rush that you got in these classes themselves, you know, the, uh, the medicinal aspects of exercise. I started to see the my weight loss. I started to appreciate meeting and, and seeing new people. And uh, lo, lo and behold, after a period of time, you know, I went down to my absolute lightest and weight. It took me about two years, you know, 12 and a half stone. So I lost about five stone in the pace about two in the space of about two years,
0: and uh, through a very hardcore exercise regime, you might say. Did your weight stop you from approaching girls and and things like that no 100 percent, 100 percent it did yeah it was mostly that's
1: like gynecomastia which i had a um surgery when i was 18 to get removed two different uh, surgical operations for that that was a huge huge uh confidence uh whacker for me then you add on all the taunts that you got over the years from it sometimes from girls as well so of course that made me feel that oh yeah no one wants to be with me no one is associated with me whatsoever and to be laughed at and ridiculed versus you know being a
0: man so to say speaking to scott it got me thinking about men's relationship with their body image i think this is not talked about enough in society there's huge amounts of pressure on men to look a certain way from social media to billboards even to our friends we're constantly comparing ourselves for my own body image It's been kind of a sensitive one for me at different parts of my life. At some stages, I become completely obsessed with having a six pack. And then when I do get a six pack, I become really skinny, which doesn't look great for someone who's six foot three. And then I come home to my mother and she says, oh, Alex, what have you done to yourself? So then I decide, okay, I'm going to put weight back on. And when I do put weight back on, I go to the gym, but I eat a lot. And then I have a little belly as well, which I'm not happy about. So we're always having things that kind of make us feel self-conscious. From speaking to Scott, I can see that bullying has been a catalyst for change in his life. A lot of people would hold on to that anger, but he used it constructively to improve his life. Scott definitely toughened up from his experiences at school, but what has that taken out of him in the long term? Does that impact him to this day? I definitely experienced some bullying myself after going to a rough school. And I'd be lying if I said that it hadn't affected me in adulthood. A lot of people are subjected to bullying when we're kids, and we have a choice to make afterwards. Do we let it consume us, or do we use it as fuel? Before you go, let me tell you about our man test. The team and I created it with the belief that every man has hidden, untapped potential, and I want to help you discover what it could be. Let's face it, we've all got dreams and aspirations, but the stresses of life can get in the way. I know I've been there myself. As men, each one of us has skills and knowledge that sets us apart from the rest. It's about discovering what they are and making the most of them. The man test is simple. It takes less than three minutes and will help you discover your true strengths and talents by working out what kind of modern man you really are. Find the link in the show notes and take the man test today. You never know, you might just learn something new about yourself that you didn't know before.